my fellow traders, the truth is now treason. And if you're wondering why I'm calling you a traitor, I want to ask that you go to our first episode we did called Our Story, where we talk about why we call you our fellow traders, among other things. Then the other thing I want to tell you about before we get going is we are excited about our next season that we're going to be doing. That's starting next week, and it's called You Can't Handle It. So again, welcome to Truth Is Now Treason. And we can tell you who we are, but you know we've said it so many times that you guys have to be sick of it too. I'm not sick of it. I'm Lennox. Yeah, you just like to hear yourself talk. <laughs> you know, this is our second episode now that we've got on Canada. And so if you're from Canada and you're listening, please know that we stand with you. We'd love to hear from you. If you're from the Great White North, send us an email to truthisnowtreason at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Our hearts are with you at this time, and we sympathize with what you've had to put up with because we know that's where the U.S. is headed if we don't change course. Now, we're just writing about it, but you guys are living it. Because you're living it, we're trying to the best of our ability to get the story out there as accurately as we can. What you guys have done is a beautiful thing. There's few things out there that are more incredible or inspiring than when someone stands in defiance of tyranny. So before we dig into what Justin Trudeau actually did to the Canadians, we want to recap a bit for those who may not know the whole story. The Canadian government and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's strict COVID rules and mandates, some of which we talked about in our previous episode and probably have been lifted by now because their government's website stated that they would be reviewed and lifted around February 28th, which we know that has passed. But... To summarize the story, these rules have been in place for a while and the people in Canada, for the most part, had supported these measures and vaccines, but we're getting kind of fed up now with the the outlandish lingering restrictions and obvious government overreach of power. And so this trucker convoy, a bunch of truckers began to protest peacefully by driving their semis to Ottawa, the capital of Canada, and to other places like the Ambassador Bridge connecting Windsor, Ontario to Detroit, Michigan, and Montana to Alberta. So these bridges that connect the U.S. and Canada, and they parked them on these bridges, in some cases took off the wheels so no one could tow them, And the protesters would honk their horns at certain times during the day and or block traffic entering Canada to try to get their government's attention to lift these mandates. These doggone mandates that aren't rooted in science. You know, if the vaccine is the answer, then Canadians have to be the safest people since 90% of Canadians already had the vaccine. So, you know, if everybody's got the vaccine, then why do we have any mandates anyway? The vaccine is the cure-all that takes care of everything. So everybody should be able to do whatever they want to do. Oh, wait, that's right. It's not about the vaccine. It's not even about COVID. It's about control. You know, as the protests grew and people in the United States and around the world donated a lot of money to fund this movement through a GoFundMe account. And then GoFundMe decided to freeze all the donations. Imagine that, of course, yet another business playing politics instead of running a business. You know, whatever happened to companies just selling products to its customers? Thank goodness there was another company called Give, Send, Go, another crowd fundraising company that decided to help. So individuals were able to continue to donate to that platform for this convoy. Now, the media, they were kind of outraged by the protests. And they, of course, reported these protesters in a negative light. These networks appeared to be on the government side and in some cases reported them to be racist or white supremacist. You know, I guess when you burn federal buildings, you know, like Antifa and BLM did, and we call those actions mostly peaceful protests. 
And they're even encouraged by people like our Vice President Kamala Harris, Joe Biden's living bulletproof vest. But when you just honk your horn and you don't destroy other people's property, you don't kick people's head in, you don't murder them or burn down businesses, and you just hold up signs and in some cases block traffic, well, that's illegal. We have to take care of that immediately. No double standard to see here. Move along. Move along. <laughs> Media and politicians even went as far as accusing them of being terrorists and, yes, even Nazis. In this audio we found, you're going to hear Canadian MP Yara Sachs speak during a House of Commons proceedings in Ottawa advocating for the Emergency Act to be invoked and likens these nonviolent protesters to, of course, what else? Nazis. Thank you, Madam Speaker. And... Uh... I've heard the words of my colleague on the other side of the floor, and so I have a few questions. Um, as a Jewish member of Parliament myself, and a descendant of survivors of the Holocaust as well, I, like many Canadians, were shocked to see Nazi flags, Confederate flags, dismayed and angry and hurt, horribly hurt. So how many Nazi flags does it take? How many donors from the Capitol riots, it's 1,100 and counting, who have donated to these illegal blockades. How many guns need to be seized? How much vitriol do we have to see of Hong Kong, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler, do we need to see by these protesters on social media? How much, how many times do we have to see clear indicators that what is out there is not about the hard two years that every Canadian has suffered? Mm -hmm. But is it about something much deeper and darker and uglier that is threatening the stability of this House, the work that we do as legislators each and every day for our constituents, the democracy that we have to uphold? Now, in the Canadian government, it has a conservative party and a liberal party. This lady, Sachs, happens to be a member of the liberal party. She's speaking to the conservative party. And of course, as you heard it, equates honk honk as an acronym for Heil Hitler. I've always thought that when somebody honks at me, I always thought they were saying Heil Hitler. And notice this lady, she even mentioned Trump supporters in her speech. All it was was accusatory. And in some cases, maybe lies because she said multiple flags, Nazi flags, Confederate flags. And I found an article in the Daily Mail from the UK. The link is on our website. It said one swastika flag and one Confederate flag happened to be seen among the crowd of protesters. Now, these protesters, there were thousands of protesters. And you're telling me that you're going to stand before your Congress and accuse people of being Nazis because there's one Nazi flag or one Confederate flag out of all these people? These people were not violent. So there was no reason for her to be fearful of anything. Also, let me be clear that it could be, it was indicated by, I think, the same article that the Nazi flag could have been there because the protesters were implying that Justin Trudeau's mandates were like Hitler and the Nazis because they were being so strict and so ludicrous and tyrannical. Then our American media joined them talking derogatory about these protesters, just like they do with conservatives and Christians now in America, using words like, insurrectionists. 
Ooh, where have I heard that one before? Yeah, January 6th was an insurrection. Wait, how do you have an insurrection with no weapons? Yeah. How many insurrections have you seen where the police will hold the door open so you can, insurrectionists can walk into the building? So what were they going to do? Take over the Capitol with their signs? I'm going to take over the Capitol with my fists, baby. I'm going to beat these bullets with fists. Come on, people. The Canadian protesters were going to take over Canadian government with their trucks. Yeah. They're going to honk them to death. So again, Canadian protesters now had to be like Trump supporters. Well, it's like they're equating Canadian protesters to be now as bad as Trump supporters. And we know there's nothing worse than a Trump supporter. They're trying to destroy our democracy. So on February 11th, our government got involved. And there's a link on our website from Politico. Now, Politico is a liberal article, but it reads this. The Biden White House started leaning on Canadian authorities to move swiftly to end the border blockade, which has also forced factories to cancel shifts in both countries and affected thousands of workers. So they're referring to the Ambassador Bridge connecting Windsor, Ontario to Detroit, Michigan, and how it's affected the automobile plants and how they had to shut down. Yes, our wonderful leaders, our wonderful leaders in the Biden administration urges Trudeau to use federal powers, Canadian federal powers in this case, to stop protesters, even though he knows, according to our Constitution, it's illegal to use federal powers to stop a protest. Lennox, when have the liberals ever cared about the Constitution? All they think they know is it's in their way of what they want. You know, three days later, then Trudeau comes out on February the 14th and gives Canada a Valentine's Day gift. He uses the Emergencies Act. Now, so you might be asking, what's the Emergency Act? Now, the Canadian Civil Liberties Association says this. They said this in a tweet. They said the Emergencies Act can only be invoked when a situation seriously threatens the ability of the government of Canada to preserve the sovereignty, security, and territorial integrity of Canada. Sovereignty. They weren't trying to take, the truckers were not trying to take over Canada, so there's no threat to the sovereignty. Security. It was not a security risk what the truckers were doing. And territorial integrity, there was no way that the territory of Canada was being threatened. They were not allowing a foreign army to come in and take over Canada. Well, and also, these truckers were not armed. I mean, how could that threaten the security of the country? It's an insurrection, Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> Here is an audio of the Canadian Minister of Financing, Christia Freeman, announcing what actions her government planned to implement through this emergency act. If your truck is being used in these protests, your corporate accounts will be frozen. The insurance on your vehicle will be suspended. The consequences are real and they will bite. It is time for you to go home. And let me also be clear that we will have zero tolerance for the establishment of new blockades or occupations. So the plan, as you heard, would be to freeze anyone's bank accounts, whether it's their personal banking account or it's a business account, corporate account. Any person who is part of or is supporting the protest in any way, even if you donated to the protest, you are at risk of getting your finances frozen. Also, the Canadian government could now force these tow truck operators to tow these semis under the Emergency Act. 
before the they were having difficulty getting these tow companies to help because hey these semi drivers are the tow company's customers and they didn't want to lose business and so they would find some way to say no to the police now they couldn't do that something would happen if they refused under the emergency act penalty would come to these tow companies if they said no In an article put out by Newsmax on February 23rd, police arrested at least 191 people and towed away 79 vehicles. Now, many protesters retreated as pressure increased. Now, it's over. The roads are cleared. The block around the Capitol is quiet and the Emergency Act has been lifted. And some of those mandates have been lifted, like we said before. But... This tyrannical government led by Justin Trudeau is still going after individuals because someone hacked into Give, Send, Go and leaked a list of donors to this convoy protest. The article from thestar.com reads, A Toronto Star investigation has found at least a dozen police officers who are named on a leaked list of donations to the Freedom Convoy that shut down Ottawa for more than three weeks. So these dozen officers are under investigation just because they donated to the protest. I know other people have lost their jobs for donating to the protest. Business owners have claimed now that they are being threatened. Persons' addresses appeared on Google Maps who donated to the Freedom Convoy fundraiser. And the data included their addresses, names, emails. And I even read where one person's bank accounts were frozen just because they donated 50 bucks. You know what this is right here? They are wanting to punish you for thought crime. They don't like the way you think, and therefore you must suffer because you don't think like Justin Trudeau. This is fascism all the way to its core. Fascists believe that violence is perfectly fine to use on your political enemies. First thing Hitler did when he got into office, what was it? He put his brown shirts in as the federal police. They weren't there to prevent or solve crime. They were there to demolish political enemies by any means necessary. This is exactly what Justin Hitler, I mean Adolf Trudeau, (laughs) anyway. There are millions of kinds of violence. To freeze a group of people's funds because they're your political enemy is violence. You are destroying that person's life. What if that person needed money to be able to get medicine for their child? Didn't matter to Trudeau, let the kid die. I need to send a message to my political enemies. It's amazing about those who proclaim to be so open-minded and care so much, couldn't care less about you or anyone you love if you are in the way of their power. You will see it every time when it comes to those in power on the left, just like we saw with the 13 American soldiers who died because Joe Biden executed the most absurdly stupid plan that he could in Afghanistan. And then when it was time for him to honor those men who stood and fought, all he cared about was his watch. If you think that this is uniquely a Canadian event, then please open your eyes because the United States is pushing to move us to digital currency as well as other countries. Why is that? It's because it's control. They can track your every move. They can see what you're buying and they can shut you down in a heartbeat. Hey, I'm sorry, Dietrich. Our great and glorious leader, Kamala, has decided that you, you have no need for your funds any longer. She's not happy about truth is now treason. She thinks it's misinformation and it's fake news. And so she wants to shut you down for the greater good of the people. (laughs) Remember, the first words of a tyrant are, I'm doing this for the people. Trudeau said it. He wasn't the first and he won't be the last. However, Canadians, please be sure to vote Justin Trudeau out at the next election. And Americans and whoever's listening, let us 
stop voting for liberals as well. You know, once again, we're very proud of our Canadian neighbors for showing strength in the face of tyranny and all doing it in a non-violent way. You know, something that we definitely believe here in Truth Is Now Treason is this. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. This is why so many people are so afraid to call something evil evil, because when you are calling something evil, it means you need to do something about it. You know in your core when something's evil, you cannot just stand by. And this is just so awesome what the Canadian truckers did. They stood up against tyranny. We love you, Canadians. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so we're proud of you guys for doing that. That's a beautiful thing. I want to challenge us all to do that. When we're seeing evil like this happen, we can't stand by. It is time to stand up. And the other thing we need to remember is, you know what? If you're a disciple of Christ, the beautiful thing is, number one, we've got something better to look forward to than just this. And not only that, we are mandated by Jesus himself. We are to stand for those who cannot stand for themselves. We are to stand against evil. It's that plain and it's that simple. And it's a beautiful thing when we do what God has told us to do. Until next time, my, my fellow, fellow traders. traders.